Welcome to the Communication 24-7 podcast, where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. If you've read my book, Cracking the Rich Code, you know it is chock full of fantastic advice from top thought leaders and super successful entrepreneurs from around the world. How would you like to be a member of an exclusive community that provides that same how-to content from those same leaders? What if you were able to attend member-only live events and interact with them? I'd like to invite you to join the Rich Code Club. It will change the way you think about yourself, your money, and your life. It's the only social media platform purely focused on helping you grow. Join the Rich Code Club today for free by clicking on the link in the show notes. Yeah, so I'm a little late with the end of the year episode, but I choose to see this as a good thing. Number one, I'm now not in a sea of end of the year episodes. Number two, I needed the break. And number three, with that break came some much needed clarity. And if there's one thing that is perhaps the most important thing about communication, it's clarity. Clarity of thought, clarity of intentions, clarity of goals, clarity of values, and clarity of the lessons learned. After all, if we're going to continue working at this craft we call communication, we must take a moment to reflect on our experiences and evaluate the good, the bad, and the ugly, identify those lessons learned, and then create a plan of action. And then we need to act on that plan. So that's what this final episode for season two is all about. Yes, I will have the typical listicle, the top five episodes of season two. What would a season finale be without a listicle? But before we get to that, I want to reflect on my experiences this past year as a communicator, as a podcaster, as a brand. I'm going to evaluate those experiences and see what lessons I have learned. And then I'm going to tell you about what's going to be different for season three. So here's how I view myself as a business owner and as a podcaster. Well, as a human, really, I'm here to be of service. Whether you sit with me for a one-on-one discussion or you participate in one of my workshops or you listen to this podcast, I truly hope that you will gain something of value, something of substance. I want you to get something that is meaningful to you. And I want you to feel self-empowered. I want you to have agency in how you move through this world and how you interact with the people in it. I want you to build your confidence in your ability to tell your story and to express your message in a way that others will finally get it. When you understand that there are things you can choose to do, actions you can choose to take, tools, you can choose to use. You will find yourself becoming better at influencing others, better at connecting with others, better at listening and learning from others. So how does all this reflection and assessing help me understand where I need to go professionally in 2023? I'll continue to offer communication skills workshops and training, but I'm going to scale back this part of my business in 2023 because I want to make room for some other projects. 
So what are some of the other projects? Well, if you're looking to get advice on developing your TED Talk or launching a podcast or developing your confidence as a communicator, regardless of the platform, then keep your eyes and ears open for my new mastermind courses. They're going to be coming soon and they're going to be offered quarterly. So when I announce them, you're going to have to hop on it really quick because they are going to fill up. And another project I wanted to be able to focus on for 2023 is my media analyst work. If you've followed me for a while, you know that one of my side hustles for the past couple of years has been as a media analyst for AdFontes Media, the maker of the media bias chart. It is one of the best gigs, hands down, I have ever had in my life. Now, what can be better than getting paid to read the news and then analyze how biased and reliable I think it is? I actually get to spend my time having real conversations with other people who, by the way, don't always share my political ideology, but we get the opportunity to discuss the important topics of the day and have conversations about how media report on the topics of the day. I love this work so much that I want to have a bigger role in it. So I'm going to dedicate more time on that role. So what does all of this mean for the podcast? Well, you are going to continue getting the valuable information you know that you can rely on because I want you to continue working on your communication skills. I'm going to continue bringing in experts from around the globe so that I can pick their brains for valuable knowledge. After all, like I always say, communication is a skill just like any other skill, right? We all have to work at it to get better at it. And that includes me as well. So I've gotten such great feedback from you all regarding the interviews. And some of the interviews you said they've made you laugh, they've made you cry, they've made you think a little more deeply about specific topics. Um, I'm going to keep doing these interviews because, you know, at the end of the day, I really do enjoy them. I always learn so much from my guests and I don't want to ever stop learning. So I figure it's a good thing. You're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to keep doing all the interviews, but I'm going to begin integrating my work as a news analyst into my podcasting as well. I truly believe that we have got to learn how to get back to having conversations about these important topics without getting overly emotional and overly dramatic. We have to learn how to think critically about these things. We have to get back to accepting that debate, conflict, it can be a good thing. And diverse opinions are absolutely a good thing. And there is not one single truth. I want to challenge you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and to not be afraid to talk about the important issues. They are affecting our everyday lives, all of us. And I hope that these new episodes, they're going to help you become a little more confident in talking about the tough stuff. Enough about that. Enough about all the changes. Let's get to the listicle so we can wrap this thing up. So here are the top five most popular episodes from season two, according to your downloads. The fifth most popular episode was episode 24, why you should say what you are afraid to say with Tyler Foley. Now I am going to have to have Tyler back on the show. He's an actor who has been in some of my personal favorite movies, namely Freddy versus Jason. Yes, check it out. 
you know, he's done a lot of work in the film industry and he's now sharing his lessons learned to help others become better communicators and public speakers. He's a man after my own heart and he's just a great conversationalist and a lot of fun. So I will definitely have him back for season three. Coming in at number four is episode 29 titled Dear Conservatives, We Need to Talk, My Views About the Overturning of Roe versus Wade. Now, this was a surprise that this came in number four because it was a political topic. I was not expecting that. This was perhaps my most radically authentic episode in season two. I was a little nervous at releasing it because this is not a political show, but how we communicate is absolutely influenced by our politics and our politics are influenced by how we communicate. And I felt strongly enough about this topic that I wanted to share with you my concerns as a woman who also happens to be conservative. Now coming in at number three was episode 28, can't find the words, let the music do the talking. And this was a lovely conversation with the very talented and world renowned pianist, Craig Addy. And we talked about our mutual love of music and how music can help us express our most important messages, and especially when words seem to fall short. I think you will absolutely enjoy that episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go back to episode 28 and take a listen. Um, and, And Craig also plays a little of the piano for us, so it's almost like a free concert. Now coming in at number two was episode 21, acting your way to being a better communicator. Yeah, I had a couple of actors on the show this season, didn't I? This was one of my favorite conversations. I interviewed Erin Whalen, and she's a fellow communication coach, um, but she's also an actor. And you know, the fun thing about it, where I tend to be more direct and logical and practical, Erin definitely has more of the compassion and the empathy side of communication. So I think we gelled perfectly, kind of like the yin and yang thing. Now coming in at number one is episode 27 titled, How Do I Communicate About Intimacy with My Partner? This was a raw conversation, y'all, with Susan Bratton. She is a well-known expert throughout the globe, and she helps couples deal with the challenges, you know, long-term couples who are facing challenges with intimacy and sex and everything in between. And I appreciated her openness about the struggles that even she and her husband have faced. And I might have blushed a time or two during some of the moments of the interview, but hey, this was a conversation that I think many need to hear. So if you didn't catch it, go back and catch it, episode 27. Okay, so that's the listicle. I do have one more listicle for you. Um, But this one, I just want to humble brag for just a few minutes. Well, maybe not so humble, but guess what? The podcast is being listened to in 87 countries and territories around the world. We are global. And our top five countries, of course, number one is going to be the United States. Um, The second most popular country is Canada. And then number three is the United Kingdom. Number four is India, which I was surprised. And number five is Germany, another surprise. So hello to everyone all throughout the United States and Canada and the UK and India and Germany and all the other countries that are listening as well. The podcast is also listened to in 1,907 cities 
around the world. So let's just keep growing. Our top five cities, of course, number one is going to be Richmond Hill because that's where I live. Number two, all the way across the country, Seattle, Washington. And number three, still on the West Coast, Los Angeles, California. Number four, San Diego, California. What's up with the West Coast, y'all? And then number five, Houston, Texas. So that was season two. It was a lot of fun experimenting with the interviews, and it reminded me of what I loved about being a journalist way back in the day. I hope you had just as much fun listening to season two as I did making season two, and I hope you stick around for season three. I think you're going to love the lineup of guests. I'm going to have conversations with experts in digital media etiquette, parent and teen communication, manipulation, communication law, the First Amendment, conversation intelligence, sales psychology, how to pitch the media, and so, so much more. And don't forget, I'm also bringing back the solo cast where I'm going to be sharing with you what I'm learning about having conversations about difficult topics with others who are not always politically aligned with me. I think that's going to be an exciting part of the show. I am stoked about season three and I hope you are as well. So make sure you follow the show so you don't miss out on the season three premiere. It's going to come out in mid-February. All right, you guys take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. Imagine your favorite online dating app, but instead of using it for finding dates, you are booking podcasting interviews. Podmatch uses similar technology to match the ideal podcast host with the ideal podcast guest for interviews. I know it works because that's how I get so many awesome guests for my show. I used to spend hours scouring my social media channels hoping to be able to find just one reliable guest for my show. Now I simply log into Podmatch and let the program do all the work. It really is just that easy. And if you are a podcaster looking for compatible guests or you are a guest looking to be on a reputable podcast, sign up for Podmatch today by clicking on the link in the show notes.